This is Mindshock. I am your host, Bruce McGuire. And Maxwell Powers. And Johnny Mills. And today, we are talking about crazy bear sasquatches. <laughs> bear? Bear sasquatches. Yeah. You mean like, you mean so like we, misrepresenting or not misrepresenting? Like mis- well, you'll hear this account. This is one of the first known accounts of Bigfoot or Sasquatches. Sasquatchai? What are they called? Sasquai? Sasquatchai. Is that like a, a Native American name for those things? Sasquatch? Sasquatchy? Yeah, is <laughs> that, where does Sasquatch come from? I think that's the Canadian name. Saskatchewan? <laughs> I've always hated that name. I like Bigfoot. I what about know. Yeti? Uh, Isn't that a cooler or something? Yeah, I don't like Yeti either. Well, Yeti's like the polar version, the white version. They made it. That's a cooler company. <laughs> Yeti. Uh, so just go white Bigfoot. Abominable snowman. Abdominal? What is it? Abominable. I thought it was abdominal. Abominable. What does that mean? All right, so this is a crazy, crazy story about crazy bears. It translates to crazy bears. We have a Jack the Ripper series of what went down in London in 1888, but let's look at what's going down near the Rocky Mountains in 1888. Once again, if you like our podcast, you can donate to our PayPal. Just check the link in the description. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit the bell for notifications for updates on when we put up new podcasts. If you like the video, like the video, and feel free to share it across social media and check out our other social media sites make sure to like the page on facebook and you can check us out on twitter reddit and patreon as well okay so check this story out so this is a native story from of the crazy bears from the rocky mountains 1888 1888 crazy bears okay. this is the year of an entry in a journal kept by a white man who lived among the Indians in the Rocky Mountains, knew them well, spoke their language, and was initiated into the tribe. So we're, we're talking dances with wolf style, maybe dances with bears, or dances with Sasquatch eye. <laughs> this is Colorado? Yeah, or somewhere. What's the baseball team there called? Is it uh, the Cubs? Oh, no. I don't know. Colorado Rockies, never mind. <laughs> the story is told by Brad Steiger of in mysteries of time and space the record is in a private diary which did not come to light for the best part of a century when it came into the hands of the author's grandson some readers may be familiar with the sasquatch momo bigfoot or crazy bear an old indian tradition which in modern times has been received by many sightings of civilized people often loosely associated with ufo sightings so is this some kind of weird hybrid bear, Sasquatch, UFO, alien creature? So bears can fly UFOs? I don't know. I don't know. The link is made in the reported Indian description of the men in the flying saucer, what the Indians call a small moon, as having very short hair and shiny or silver clothes. The author of the diary tells how he was shown a crazy bear, a powerfully built naked man covered with smooth, dark hair living in a hut. The Indians told him that from time to time, a small moon came down from the stars like a swooping eagle and landed. The short-haired men in shiny clothes then pushed one or more crazy bears out of the craft, waved in a friendly manner 
to the watching Indians and flew back to the stars, leaving in the minds of the Indians a feeling, perhaps hypnotically induced, that the crazy bears would bring them powerful medicine and that they should feed, cherish, and protect them. This powerfully built naked people covered all over with smooth dark hair except around the eyes and on the hands and feet. They were seen first out of doors on the banks of a muddy stream then living underground in a cave or burrow as a family group with rough mattresses or beds but no other property. <laughs> so so Bigfoot, they like their beds. They just don't have any other furniture. They only do beds. <laughs> <laughs> Reading the more sober and less sensationalized descriptions, one has a consistent impression of a powerful, muscular build height about that of being a normal man, but broader chested with long, powerful arms. The females, as described, have broad, massive bodies with no waist and have heavy, pendulous breasts. Kind of like in the, I guess, Patterson-Gimlin film. It was a female Sasquatch. Huh. They have a strong odor and a loud cry or roar. All are described as naked and covered all over with short, smooth hair, darker brown, except for the palms and soles around the eyes. They avoid contact with normal humanity, but can be aggressive. They are flesh eaters and live and hunt like a bear. I thought they had silver suits on, no? Was that something else? No, that's the, that, those are the beings inside the moon, the half moon. So the, these... This story, again, some originating from an 1888 diary. So if we take this to be true, once again, as we talk about all the time, it seems like a lot of these witnesses or accounts, they believe what they're saying. Right, Maxwell? Absolutely. <laughs> so they're saying that these beings transport. This leads credence to the UFO Bigfoot theory or that Bigfoot is possibly some kind of extraterrestrial pet animal or... <laughs> Some people think that it's the, the earth they use earth as some kind of a weird colony for these bigfoot creatures but they translate them to crazy bears. So not just regular bears, they're crazy bears. Damn. <laughs> so what do we think of this account? I'm just thinking maybe they uh, just smoked some funny stuff like LSD or something and they just like Well, this diary is of stuff. a white man living with the natives that this information is coming from. That's possible. Little Mary Jane or so a Kevin Costner type character. <laughs> what do you think, Maxwell? Uh, I don't know what to think. <laughs> Good I think you're on a podcast giving your thoughts they're saying on these this, subjects. They're saying it's like a moon coming down, right? Yeah, they mention a UFO type craft like a moon flying down and then these crazy bear creatures, these Bigfoot Sasquatch type creatures emerging. And for whatever reason... The aliens are waving to the natives. Why can't they describe what it actually looks like? So it well, actually it looks like a like, bear. I know, but that's like so a, weird. I don't know. I can't picture that. Like, like a, a bear muscle flying bear. around. Well, some old... people think this also relates to Dogman because Dogman has more of a snout. But I mean, a bear has a snout too. So yeah, just can you picture a bear or a dog or anything just flying a flying saucer UFO? Well, we don't know exactly how big this was. So I know. Why don't say the UFOs? Do more detail. If was he the, writing a book? Well, this was from an old diary from 1888. The reason I wanted to cover this case is because of how old it is. No, most, no, that makes most sense. Most of very specific accounts like these, they come from way later. This is an 1888 account. I know. Like, could it be a book, though? He's just doodling and, like, uh, his diary. Let me Making just start a book up. or something. I don't know. In 1888. Or he just... could be high on something, like, with the Indians. Like, he never... Or well, Native Americans. If this crazy bear creature is, like, a large, muscular-type man-humanoid creature, that seems to be what the description is. So, 
Again, are these creatures genetically engineered? The account is very weird because if the aliens are friendly, they just left there. Unless these aliens are serial killer, psychotic type people that know that the Bigfoot's going to kill everybody. So then they just uh-huh. drop them off, wave all nicely to the yeah, natives, and then they leave like... to see what happens. Yeah, see it's the Sasquatch too. eye just kill people. So when they wave, they were in the ship or just like out of the ship, like a window in the ship? I don't know if they escorted them out. Or they were just, when the ship opened, they could see them in the ship, how big the ship was. I mean, I mostly find it very interesting because this is a very early account. Some Bigfoot researchers don't want Bigfoot linked to anything supernatural or alien or anything. They just think it's an ape creature, which, as we've discussed multiple times, I'm not, I'm not about the black and white fallacies. I think that Bigfoot could be a flesh and blood creature, possibly an unidentified species of giant ape. And it could also be possibly an interdimensional creature or some kind of creature left by either interdimensional or extraterrestrial entities for whatever reason to research them in this Earth-like environment to see what will happen, how they interact with humans. But they seem to have avoided humans very secretive and they can also be aggressive. So this diary kind of gives us interesting insight into kind of the timeline of Bigfoot reports. Don't you think, Maxwell? Absolutely. (laughs) So you have no comments at all Um, on Crazy Bear Bigfoot from 1888? uh, Not at this time. (laughs) (laughs) Maxwell Army. I mean, we've gone over the the number of uh, Bigfoot podcasts we've done. We've gone over how Native Americans have myths and legends of Bigfoot and Sasquatch going back thousands of years. So they definitely knew about this creature it's just interesting to find an account, if genuine, if this 1888 diary is genuine and this account is genuine, it seems to definitively link Bigfoot with UFOs. I did an entire podcast just based on Bigfoot and UFOs. In Pennsylvania, there was quite a few connections inciting. There's quite a few cases where UFOs are sighted before, during, and after Bigfoot sightings. Hmm. Why isn't it all like never happened now? Well, some people say it does happen now. There's people claiming that Bigfoot lives in their backyard and they hang out with Bigfoot. And that Bigfoot takes them to their... I've heard their YouTube uh, (laughs) claim, Yeah, they claim that they hang out with Bigfoot. and They have the swords and stuff, right? Oh, that one account with Dogman. Bigfoot and Dogman hanging out. They were like... Dogman hanging out? Yeah, you were part of that podcast, Max. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know about the Dogman hanging out. Yeah, they were all together, Bigfoot and Dogman. Uh, You should go back and listen to the podcast that you were on. (laughs) Yeah, they're... I don't You're, think I was on it. You were. <laughs> they were having an orgy and all that. I don't know about. We were. We were all laughing about the swords and shields. Remember? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> what a shocker! Mind shocker. Uh, uh, so the I most mean, shocking thing about mind shock yeah. is that Maxwell can't remember anything. <laughs> Wait. So this. Uh, sorry. So in 1888. Yes. There was just a journal. Right. That from was, a uh, white man living with Native Americans taken into their and tribe. He, how long is the journal? It doesn't really say. It just okay. says the things that the, the journal mentioned. And he talks about these these Bigfoot things. That, Crazy bears. That, yeah. And then he saw UFOs along with it. Did Not he that the... he... I don't know if he saw them. He's describing what the tribe says about them, that they see these UFO, these uh, mini moons like coming down. Like, I get that's pretty much a flying saucer, which is oh, also right. interesting because there's not that many UFO, detailed UFO accounts in the 1800s. There's, there's not that many. So this is a very, very curious case. So his journal is based on what the natives natives saw. Yeah. 
and he so he never witnessed personally anything, right? Actually, he said he was shown this crazy bear, and the Indians told him so. He didn't see the UFO. He said that the Indians did show him the crazy bear, Bigfoot, Sasquatch creature. He saw the creature, and the Indians told him that from time to time, a small moon came down from the stars like a swooping eagle. Didn't you pay attention to the story? Wait, uh, so um, when he saw the— Short, short-haired men in shiny clothes pushed one or more crazy bears out of the craft, then waved in a friendly manner to the watching Indians. So it looks like they never exited the craft but they could see them through the hatch or whatever. Uh-huh. So they pushed the crazy bears out. <laughs> they waved, and then yeah. they left the crazy bears. So the man, the author of the journal, said that he was shown this crazy bear creature. So this crazy bear creature is the same as the one, it's the same looking as the ones that pushed them out? Or are they kind of like different? No. He said that the the beings that pushed them out are normal humanoids wearing oh, shiny okay. suits oh, with shiny short suits. hair. Oh, okay. The crazy bear Sasquatch has a lot of hair. Okay. And is more of like a Damn, and this is 1888. Yes. Damn. So I mean they That's they, really cool. They were clothes then though, right? They weren't just the natives. Like, maybe not them, but like the guy, the white dude, they had like normal clothes. Well, if this yeah. is the Rocky Mountains and the winter gets cold, so I'm assuming they're wearing the normal native Yeah, we're not talking leather. Like, did, yeah, did he okay. make any sketches? The journal entry was just this <laughs> entry of words. Uh, what if it was like this uh this like time portal in that area and then like uh these f1 jets somehow break through that time portal oh johnny mills is introducing uh... a new theory of (laughs) interdimensional warps or inter uh, or time warps because that could be like a a, a swooping eagle it's silver shiny so you think okay so human craft from the future somehow there's some kind of weird time dilation rip in the space-time continuum yeah. or possibly intentionally created possibly is bigfoot oh we have a new bigfoot theory is bigfoot a genetically engineered creature from from, hu- from the human future yeah. that was transported back in time yeah. and that's how he wrote about it and we know about it now i wonder for and is that the basis for all bigfoot is bigfoot a genetically engineered monster Ooh. from the future Ooh. Bigfoot. <laughs> we yeah. haven't covered that yet on the podcast that's interesting We've maybe maybe, maybe the the plant the planet or this place is like um, turning into a cold climate, and then we genetically engineer ourselves to have hair, and then <laughs> what? That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, it's too cold, so we need hair and all that stuff. Because it's too cold. What's that to do with humans? We're talking about humans transporting a genetically engineered monster yeah, that has yeah, a lot that, to do with it. So they're flying the F one jets to the pat, like through the time warps and stuff, because now we have a lot of hair because it's too cold in the future. But what does that have to do with the Sasquatch? No, we are the Sasquatch in the future. No, but what about the beings that transported the Sasquatch? Yeah, we are them flying the F-1 jets which uh, into the past. <laughs> That's what he's just saying. Because my theory was that like maybe it's like a time warp, right? Yeah. And he's writing about seeing this swooping eagle coming down from the moon. And then I well, said, "Well, he called it a, a small moon. He called small moon. the light, you, the yeah. UFO craft itself. He's calling the small moon." But then he says it comes down like a so I like pictured wings, eagle. like an eagle. So like whatever. <laughs> I think he might have been referring to how fast it was moving. Oh, uh, okay. So that could be Not like an F one jet. Well, they never seen anything that fast. Besides, yeah, the we horse. don't know. We don't know. Is an F one jet enough? A fighter jet wouldn't be big enough to. To transport a Sasquatch or no, numerous well, Sasquatches. They didn't say size, though, did well, they? Well, they said it was huge, like oh, a it was huge, huge man. So we're talking at least 
seven, I don't know, six to seven feet at least. Hmm. I mean, they... and if there was more than one and then there was space to move around and push them, they're not strapped into a seat. <laughs> yeah, I guess. The new theory of Bigfoot. It's Bigfoot is from the future. <laughs> yep. We engineer our bodies. Genetically engineered to... A genetically engineered monster. Maybe there's experiment by scientists on myths and legends and how different Bigfoot can survive if they transport them back in time. Uh, and then the whole point is to, over yeah. time, measure the result of this experiment. Uh, Let's so say in, playing, the future, in the distant future, if in the distant future humans have mastered immortality or at least the lifespan shifts to closer to a couple thousand years, there's a lot more free time to do time travel experiments like mm-hmm. this. I mean, look at look at some of the insane experiments they got going on right now, like just nonsensical experiments. Yeah, aren't they going to bring back dinosaurs? They have yeah. their DNA. They could, like, uh, clone them back. If dinosaurs really existed. Ooh. <laughs> or if they Ooh, actually look the way they looked. Well, they probably, yeah, they have no clue what they really look like. Or what they sound like in movies. <laughs> yeah, that's another topic for another podcast. But, yeah, that was one of the silliest conspiracy theories that dinosaurs never existed until I started actually researching it. Ooh. And then there are definitely some certain anomalies with 99%. What about all those bones? Yeah, well, a lot of those are all fake clay bones so that doesn't account once it's kind of like ufos 99 percent are fake and then there's the other one percent so were there dinosaur like creatures 99 percent of them could be belong bones belonging to other creatures and then you have the one mix and match them what yeah what are they really belong to and then we also have cave paintings and other artifacts that show dinosaurs so and then again we have the problems with dating with carbon dating and other dating systems can we really trust those exact numbers, those exact figures? Yeah, that's, again, all subject for so, another podcast. So dinosaurs were before Adam and Eve? We don't know. Some people think before, some people think after, but sticking to this podcast, we're talking about time-traveling Sasquatch. Flying fighter jets. <laughs> so final thoughts on this very, very intriguing case of crazy bear-type Sasquatches. If I ain't see it, it ain't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Maxwell, what do you think? Do you think this account has validity? Yes. Is it possible he just saw some kind of Neanderthal type, a surviving Neanderthal, and then the, maybe that part is true, and then the Native Americans possibly, was there something lost in translation when they're talking about flying moons? So everybody's kind of being honest, but that doesn't mean that that's what happened. I want to know what the flying moon is, though, like seriously. Like, I mean, what uh, that could actually be, uh, like, well, it's probably a space, it. a space, some kind of spacecraft that had inhabitants. You think so? Like back then? Because yeah. then that would have to be. There's UFOs that kind of look like moons in paintings from the 1700s. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I've seen those. So it's, I guess it's you one think... of those. I don't know. A lot of coincidences. Or it's their like uh, own version of sci-fi. They just throw in some kind of like sci-fi in there. Space Maxwell? travel. Um, it's interesting. <laughs> Wait, I don't, I don't, what do you want? <laughs> well, we're doing a podcast here. So. I mean, what it, like, buddy? What are your thoughts on what the Johnny asked? What the flying? What the small moon well, could be? It could be a flying. Well, back then, what else 80, could it be? No, you. Well, I thought the conversation was like the credibility or the uh, of the. They journey. believe. Let's say the na- let's say the natives are saying what they believe to be the truth. What else could a f- small moon be? Yeah, because yeah, nowadays I mean, we have like uh, yeah, you know yeah, videos. Yeah. You know that. Oh, that's fake. Oh well, that could be real. But like. 
what would it be back then? Because like now we can explain it as like a, a plane. Yeah, right it now they they had no other reference besides the moon. So the only uh, the only other reference is like a bowl that they use for their food and a, and a moon. And it, I guess it looks more like a moon. Well, than if a it bowl. looked exactly like some kind of half crescent illuminated disc. That's they true. would use yeah. moon. I mean, yeah, if it looks exactly yeah. like the small and moon, it's and it's shiny. Yeah. It's or not yeah, shiny, but like a it, yeah, illuminated. Yeah. Yeah. So well, also, lights. also, also back then is the the world is not so commercialized where anything you say it can be made into money. <laughs> you know, so back then there was no incentive to to lie about anything to make money. Oh yeah. Well, unless yes, there were if the journal entry is legitimate. If you it's know, not legitimate, somebody just made it up. Now, did you say why that dude was there with them? He just said he was taken into their tribe. I mean, there's numerous accounts of this happening. But he, he was from the outside, though. He was. He's like yeah. the real dances with wolves yeah, person, he's like Kevin Costner. <laughs> he's like, hey, what's up, man? We hang out a little. Or, bit. I, mean, I really like that In movie. certain that cases, people were wandering. They got, or I, I don't know. There, there's numerous accounts of people living with the natives, though, that were accepted. This I wonder is, if he was I mean, doing like a, like a news article or something. Like, I mean, it's not it's there. not that crazy. I mean, I've read a couple different books where someone actually wanted to learn from the elders, and they actually had to live with the natives for quite a few years, like seven hmm. years, eight years, nine years. No idea what they, the age of this guy was. Doesn't say. No. And this is a journal that you could like look up and nope. diary. Can't find it. It's just it's an account of the journal. Yeah. Or whatever. I mean, supposedly it was looked at by Brad Steiger, who. Is kind of a big name, but it'd be cool to like see these things and actually read it. Yeah, so this guy was initiated into the tribe. Hmm. Like nowadays, like it could be a weather balloon, it could be a plane, it could be this, yeah. it could be that. Like what was yeah, flying like back then? Like, not much. Brad Steiger is a world-renowned author of over 175 books with over 17 million copies in print. Hmm. He actually he died at 82. So I mean, like with everybody, some people think that. Well, he also could have been relaying an account from someone else. So I don't know if there's evidence that he personally saw this journal. But, I mean, either the journal is legitimate or it's not. If it's legitimate, that means that this white guy living with the natives actually did see this crazy bear-type Sasquatch creature. I so, think so. What? I, I, I mean, I believe it. Like, whatever, you know. I mean, it's just this thing. But I don't see any other incentives that would ruin Unless it was just a regular person who who happened to have, who happened to just be really really hairy and gigantic, and then the natives. But then that would mean the natives were lying about the small moon stories. He made it seem like from the journal account that these these were not telling of stories hundreds of years ago. He made it seem like the natives had seen this personally. That's what I got from reading the account about yeah. the journal. I mean, we're talking second, third, fourth hand information here, so we're not saying it's true in any way. But if it's true. I'm getting the impression that the uh, natives that he was living with personally saw so the this, small moon. Uh, so this journal is non-existent right now. It's, it's just an account of Well, supposedly it was it. found over a century later. So we're looking at out post-1980 or half a century, whatever they said it was. So we're looking in 1900s where this journal entry was recovered at some point by someone. Huh. There's, not a, there's actually not too much information about this account. It's very mysterious. This was actually in a book by John Keel, who uh, I, I cover John Keel extensively, my Mothman series. This crazy bear incident is also mentioned in his book. I'm going to read an account from it. There are some birds that have glowing eyes, or it could be the Mothman. 
One of America's leading ufologists is Brad Steiger, author of many books on the subject. Mr. Steiger has received an astonishing journal. Oh, so he did see this journal directly. From James C. Wyatt of Memphis, Tennessee. The journal was purportedly written by Mr. Wyatt's grandfather and discusses in detail an experience with a crazy bear in the year 1888. An Indian is supposed to have led Grandfather Wyatt to a hidden cave in Tennessee. That's weird. He's describing in John Cale's book, this account takes place in Tennessee and not the Rocky Mountains. So we got some broken telephone going on here. Keep it a little different. So. An Indian is supposed to have led Grandfather Wyatt to a hidden cave in Tennessee where a hairy man-like creature was concealed. The Indians fed the crazy bear at regular intervals. So I guess they're keeping him as a pet or something. <laughs> Asserting that such creatures were ejected from moons which landed periodically in the valley. The Indians told him that over the years there had been many crazy bears left in the woods and many of the people had seen the skymen put their crazy bears out of their moons. So there is one solution to our mystery. The flying saucers are dumping hairy monsters all over the landscape. <laughs> Wyatt's Maybe. crazy bear is described as a short-necked, long-armed creature covered with glossy black hair. So there's numerous accounts here. So other accounts are saying that it was in the Rockies. You know, it would be real crazy if... Uh, it just so happened in 1888, there was another guy living with natives in the Rockies and the same thing happened to him. And the natives also had the same story. <laughs> Maybe the extraterrestrials at that time uh, don't exist anymore. So that's why they don't drop them off here anymore. Or maybe like they, they went extinct do. or something. But if they, if the extraterrestrials that did drop off the Bigfoot, if they know that we have a lot more advanced technology, they'd only be dropping them off in areas if they hmm. don't want to be seen doing that. Yeah, Otherwise, they'd just drop them off in the middle of Times Square, I guess. Yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> that could be a movie. Yeah, that'd be a good movie. I like movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's your new, next mug. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, so there we have it. Not a lot of references to this 1888 story. So make of it what you will. Once again, if you like our podcast, you could donate to our PayPal. Just check the link in the description. Make sure you're subbed to the channel. Hit the bell for notifications. If you like the podcast, hit like. Feel free to share it across social media platforms and leave any questions, comments, or thoughts in the comments. And you could check us out on social media as well. Make sure you like our Facebook page. Check out our Twitter, Reddit, and Patreon. This is Bruce McGuire signing off. And Maxwell Powers. And Johnny Mills. See you guys next time.